I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfathers was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. Let's go get them. So I need to know the tea because you last, last we spoke, you uh-huh. were off to go get a massage. Oh, so sure enough. I lies. want to know how that went. Oh my gosh. Uh, Loki was brilliant. Uh, it's kind of funny. I, I kind of got the treatment that uh, you uh, you were talking about the week before that you didn't really like. The guy was like stretching me out and it was kind of like a physical therapy slash massage. Um, I was okay with it though, because my body was hella sore. So I actually felt kind of good. Like normally or like I went there with the expectation that I was just going to like lay there and just get like the full easy days. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> My body was on like second day soreness after the gym and whatnot. And so it actually felt good. I was like, oh, oh, I didn't expect this. And I was like, yes, keep going. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was bomb. Uh, I had a really good time. And I Dude. may have made a new friend, actually. Uh, the dude, is, he has like a private practice out of his home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he like homeschools his kids. Uh, anyways, I went out to like their place. They have like this beautiful place uh, in their studio. And it was cool because like uh, they had all their windows. And so it was facing east. Uh-huh. No, west. It was facing west. I'm not west. good with those. I know. I had to think location, so don't even put me to uh, the test. If we're well, lost reason- and we just have a compass, do not count on me. <laughs> right. Well, the reason I know it's west is because the sun was setting. Uh, uh, and I know from uh, the movie Shanghai Noon, uh, where he goes, the sun may rise in the east, but it sets in the west. Uh, huh. <laughs> I don't know why that line you always might have just put me. me on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so yeah, uh, when I was on the table, I got to actually like look out the window and see like a sunset at the exact same time. So it was kind of bomb. Like I was like, oh, I didn't expect that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was the dude's birthday. Uh, I felt kind of bad. It was like his 52nd <laughs> birthday. And I was like, oh, I didn't mean to make you work on your birthday. And he was Wait, like, 52nd? Yeah. Okay. I know. Um, this dude from down under. Uh, <laughs> who's now an American citizen. He made sure to tell me that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it was it was cool. Uh, I had a really good time. Oh, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was like, I need to ask him about his experience because hopefully it was better than my, you know, my other experience. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. but yes, relaxation is very, very important. So I'm For glad sure. you were able to do that. Plot twist, I actually ended up getting a second massage two and a half days later. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Addicting, right? (laughs) Uh, The second was low-key out of a a semi-necessity. I went to the gym again over the weekend. And then, I don't know, somewhere in between like the end of my workout and getting home, I like did something to my neck. So then I woke up the next day and my neck was just like full, like grip. And like, it was, it was painful actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was calling a bunch of different uh, massage studios here in town and I put myself on a waiting list at one of them. 
Uh, and I was just kind of like, I threw out into the universe. I was like, all right, if it's meant to be, it'll come my way. Uh, and yeah, an opening came. And so I went in, I had this poly guy uh, and it was like Ooh. deep, deep tissue. You already know. <laughs> and it was just like the cracking and crunching, like all through, like my, my trap on my right side is just mm-hmm. like, oh, it was wicked. Then he was like going underneath my right shoulder blade. And it was just like all the speed bumps and just, it, it. it was, yeah, it was like the painful yet, like the painful that you're like, yes, please like get in there and work this stuff out. So yeah. 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 Gosh, I'm jealous. It's like, well, obviously the guy before that missed a few spots. So. <laughs> well, he had me, I guess he, I think he had me feeling too loose because uh-huh. I, I did something. I don't know if I was just like, I don't know, filling my oats a little bit too much and like did like a, a head whip or something to one of my songs. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. I just know that I woke up the next day, maybe even how I slept, who knows? And that yeah. stuff, it was just, it was gripped up for life and it was painful. Uh, mm-hmm. So it actually still kind of hurts to this day. We're on day five, four now. Yeah. Um, the last two days I've been popping ibuprofens like no other. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, and then today I'm actually... Today is my first day clean. <laughs> so today I'm just actually feeling the the residual pain. Um, and yeah, I, I knew it was bad too when I like busted out absorbing, which I don't know if you know what that is. Um, no. My dad uses it uh, from like rodeo and like his uncle used it and whatever. Basically, it's icy hot for horses. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you go to like... That's like the, the extreme. <laughs> yeah. It's a literal gel uh, that you use on horses for their like icy hot. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. It's like old, I guess, like cowboy or Indian trick. Like, well, did it work use, or does it work? It, I mean, it does. Yeah, it, it does. As long it's as like it works, I guess. Super and, powerful. You know. <laughs> uh, Doesn't like, harm humans in any shape or form, <laughs> then by all means, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you feel it though. Like as soon as you put it on, you have to make sure to wash your hands. I mean, obviously with Icy Hot and all that stuff, you have to like clean it off. Yeah, with this one, you have to like wash your hands a couple times to make sure you really have it off. Because yeah, it's like full strength. So yeah, the, well, the massages... Okay. This is plural. Exactly. This massage is is is. I love it. Shoot, I'm already in need of another massage, and I feel like I just got one, which I did technically what last week. So doesn't feel like three weeks. You're you're coming up because you said once a month, and it's been like. It's oh, almost yeah. three weeks. <laughs> Just get one on the last day of the month and then the first day of next month. <laughs> but my last one was, I think, last week, which was, I think, Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. And so, but I feel like I need one already because, so I got my sister an Oculus and wow. we have been going so hard on this Oculus over the past week, <laughs> the past week, like, so she's very into star Wars. And I was like, Oh, I want something okay. that I could play. Like, so, cause like, she's like a diehard star Wars and I'm like, I'm not going to understand this. So like, I was like, get this <laughs> boxing game. This boxing game looks really fun. She's like, Oh yeah, let's try it out. And I swear, like literally the other night she called me and she said, Hey, Michaela, you ready to play? And I was like, all right. And by this time it's like 9 30 PM. Okay. And all of a sudden, like I go through like a few guys get, get through a few levels and and it literally feels like you're in the game. Like when you duck, you're dodging the punch, like that's coming straight for you. So it's like very realistic. And so 
I'm like playing all these guys going through like five rounds. So technically all together, I probably went through like 15, 20 rounds. And so then I get off the Oculus and I was like, oh, that clock must be wrong. What time is it, Chloe? She's like, it's 1130. That clock is right. You've been playing for two hours. I was like, it felt like only like 30 minutes. And so like I've been playing this game like every day and it's so bad because (laughs) I wake up so sore. Like in the morning, my arms are so sore. And I'm like, I hope I'm gaining muscle and not just pulling something. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it's so addicting. And okay. like my body's like, Michaela, chill. Like you don't need to play today. And I end up like last <laughs> night, I was like, okay, just one round. <laughs> so I've been doing that. But but yeah, so now I'm like, shoot, I need another massage. But I'm like, girl, let's not, you know, go into debt for for these massages. You're going to have to get one of those like muscle machines, you know, the little. Oh, like a Theragun? Yeah, which I tried and those are really nice too. I might put that on my list. I found one that was so cheap, but I'm like, it was on sale, but I'm like, I don't have enough time to like read about the company. Like, is it cheap for a reason? I'm one of those buyers. But, um, but yeah, so it's been a good week. Um, It's just been, been, filled with family so like I said I came home last week which is what I which our last our last conversation I think is when I I was already home and so over the weekend we just like when me and my family do kind of like big family dinners like I love having family dinners so as soon as I get here I'm like hey we need to have a family dinner but this time I'm like let's do a brunch so I did we did like this huge brunch I like woke up early cooked for everybody just massive amount of breakfast like mimosas, pancakes, fruit, like the whole vibe. And so we were like hanging out all day. And whenever I have these, like, I don't like look at anything. Like I'm just totally playing with the kids, like running from one direction, picking up this mess over here, like having a drink with the fam over here, then doing this, like, and it's just a whole day's worth of stuff. And so we did that. That was really fun. And like I was telling you before we came on is like, now I need to find this work balance because I still need to work. And it's so hard coming home. And I'm just like <laughs> totally glued to family. Yesterday, like I went to go hang out with my little brother and sister and we're just running around the house. Like it's just yes. <laughs> like, Michaela, you're an adult. We need to go ahead and, you know, <laughs> you got bills. So, <laughs> but yeah, so it's been, it's been fun to say the least, but yes, your girl is definitely ready for a massage after this last week. <laughs> well, I, I dare say you've earned it too. Uh, Cause uh, how did your, uh, your keynote go last week? really good I always get nervous so I'm like I don't I'm not a speaker but like you know I tried I've it's it's I'm sticking my toe into the water and it was funny because I brought up our conversation from our our um our last recording and I'm like I'm gonna throw this into the notes today so I like brought you up I shouted out QTP and over some of the questions we had I put into my, into my speech toward, for the school. And so it was really good. I used up my full time. We had plenty of questions. And after that, I had to jump into an interview with Ty Simpson for my indigenous creatives. And as usual, she just was dropping gems on gems on gems. So it it was good. It it was a very, (laughs) it was a very busy day, but like everything went smoothly and um, hopefully I struck a chord with a few people, but it was good. How did you feel about like your delivery and everything that you talked about? Like, how did you feel leaving it? I felt good. I felt really good. I like, I really tried to kind of, I guess, improve myself from 
just past speaking engagements. I just try to be better than my last whatever, you know, I'm just constantly trying to improve and felt really good at the fact that I got questions. Um, people were very interactive. I got a lot of comments and compliments, so it was good. It was, it was good energy. So, you know, I, I, I spoke comfortably on it because it's something that I'm passionate about, which is reclamation and representation, um, especially within our community. And that's all I spoke about is our community because that's what I'm obviously focused on and feel a part of, and this is still my home. So, um, I was a lot more confident just because, like I said, it is something that I try, try to strive strive to, not only personally, but even with my business and trying to get those to collide. And, you know, so it went, it went really good, to say the least. I think hopefully it did. I mean, I wasn't on the other side of it, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I sounded okay. <laughs> Without <laughs> a doubt. Like, it's one of those things, like even with this show, it's like, once you get talking, it's like, what did I just say five minutes ago? I hope all of this made sense. And you're literally thinking that as you go, like yeah. I have a whole list full of things I want to say, and you're just kind of bopping through. Sometimes you drift off and then you come back and then you find another point you drift up, but all in your mind, you don't even remember what you said two seconds ago. And you're just hoping it's resonating and it's making sense. Like that's all I'm is I hope, I hope this makes sense. I hope this makes sense. I hope this makes sense. <laughs> but it was cool. Nice. Was it a, a like a grid view or were you the only person on screen talking to yourself? I was the only person on screen. So it was through a YouTube, which is a little bit different. Oh. I mean, it was Zoom, but it was YouTube, I think. Okay. I don't know. It was, it was, but it was cool because it was like with my, one of my last speeches, I was like looking at myself talking, like they had the camera facing me like on the wall. And I'm like, this is kind of awkward. So I like had to like, I'm like, I don't want to look at myself. So I just <laughs> <laughs> brought up something else on my screen. But then this time um, it was like I was looking at whoever logged in or I think they just kind of blanked it out and then had some of the viewers at the top. So okay. it was cool because I mean, I was looking at my notes anyway, but yeah, but it was good. That's a trip about giving these addresses on or virtually now, you know, sometimes, mm -hmm. yeah, it'll be like, well, at least with the Zoom interface you know sometimes it'll be grid view or like you have the top people up top so you can kind of like yeah. act like it's a mini audience that's what then, it was okay yeah then there's some where it's literally just me and then the moderators like blanked out screen and i'm just like okay so i'm just talking and into mm -hmm. the abyss and i guess there's a bunch of other people in here that you just don't see yeah and it's always so weird because it's like okay like maintain the energy Kells. like you could do yep. this you know uh, it's so weird like just it I don't is know, weird like it's weird but I kind of like it I'm like just don't it's just <laughs> at the beginning I have to make sure I have everything like set up around me because it's like all right don't ask me to get up because I have no professional pants on you know so it's like I, I had like a blazer and some ear like I was looking great from head to waist but I'm like okay, like, <laughs> yeah. make sure you got everything around you so you don't have to get up <clears throat> just do like a little squat shuffle to the left to the right <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, that's too but good. Cool. <laughs> nice uh well that's awesome to hear i i are, did they are are they going to share the address that you did for lc is that yeah it's already on there on youtube yeah, it's on, it's on there. It was on there like right after it's a, I know it's the LCSC humanities division. I don't know okay. if you type that in, but there is a direct link. Um, so if I guess anybody wants that, you're more than welcome to message me and I can forward that to you. But otherwise I know it's on the LCSC. It's supposed to be at the LCSC humanities division page. Um, but yeah. That's dope. 
Thank you. Uh, well, I know that the glam was on uh, because <laughs> you say the glam was on, but I literally was just dressed for the first time in your own, your, in your natural eyes. Like for anyone that's out there, I don't want to give this 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 rep, this representation of myself, but I'm always hooded up, like no makeup, just chilling. Whenever we do these recordings, so I'm very much comfortable and then some. But like, <laughs> I actually had to get dressed for this. And Kellen's like, you looked pot, like you looked good. Like, all right, Kellen, I just look better than what I look like. <laughs> and then you normally see me. I like that. That's cool. Said, I have go no off. I was like, yes, full face. Uh, you had like the dope top, cute little accessories. I said, thank okay, then, my bad. Shout out to uh, my mom. She supplied those accessories. Oh, go off. <laughs> I didn't really bring any. <laughs> I'm not good at bringing clothes home, which is what I want. Like, that's what I was telling her. I was like, I need to just go shopping and like leave clothes here because every time I come uh, here, I bring like three pairs of sweatpants, a couple hoodies and like half a dress outfit. Like I'm never like <laughs> prepared, which is fine because I'm normally at home most of the time anyway, but I didn't think about Michaela, you have a whole speech to do and you need to look better than you look on QTP. Not everybody can be Kellen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, and so accepting of your, <laughs> of your attire when you don't want to wear any. So you're good, but whatever. So my mom, she's like, I'm like, you got a blazer. Here you go. You got any jewelry? Here's some wampum. You got any earrings? Here's some shells. Like that was my outfit. <laughs> wow. Go uh, Hey, that's all it takes. Low key. Yeah. It is, it is the accessories. It's like, as long as you throw on some like earrings or a necklace, mm-hmm. easy days, like you're set. Uh, and also today I'm only in this real clothes or in real clothes and by real clothes. I mean, I'm, I'm just wearing a denim button down. It's not even that I was going to say, I see uh, you over here button down, but I didn't want to like bring that up just because like, it just goes to show Michaela, you don't wear clothes very often. So well, again, be like, oh, Michaela, these are called clothes, you know, <laughs> when we Scream. see other people, we put these on, you know, <laughs> we adorn our bodies with oh. this <laughs> to give oh, a visual man. representation. Uh, no, I I did two presentations today, so that's why okay. I'm the I'm the waist up today. Well, it's uh, cute. It's yeah, very nineties, well, but like thank I love you. it. Low key, actually, this uh, is from my my papa, my grandpa, who's a farmer, and mm-hmm. so it has like real actual like farm rips and tears and like aids to it, which I absolutely love. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's not like the store bought distress. This was actually uh, acquired <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on the farm. <laughs> Yeah. Manual labor. <laughs> yes. I love it. Uh, so thank you. Um, I did take the earrings out. Um, that was my big thing today. I was like, well, let me at least just like zhuzh up the curls a little bit mm-hmm. um, and throw in a, a wicked shell. And I think that'll be enough. And, and it was. Um, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> hence, uh, yeah, the button down today, simply because I, I had two public presentations and one was like a Zoom class where everybody was off camera and I was like well can I just be off camera then yeah uh and I didn't I I actually went on camera and then the other one was like a formal uh like school sponsored event you know where they the opening and the land acknowledgement and the you know vice president does the thing and the you know okay okay let's put some respect on your name (laughs) formal introduction sorry i can't give you that that great of an introduction on qtp (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah that's good as people 
<laughs> people are tired of our introductions and like we know who you are we get it yeah <laughs> move on uh so yeah that was dope uh and yeah it gave me a reason to get dressed Ooh, and to even wear an accessory i'm still wearing this ring okay um, i thought That's of taking cute. it off and i was like helen you can wear the ring for the rest of the day it's okay <laughs> <laughs> it's a cute ring <laughs> so thank you um yeah yeah i love it look professional professional uh, the reasons to get dressed you know just that on-screen moment yeah <laughs> i like how much of it it's like a drag now like we used to get a whole <laughs> fit and walk all the way out of the house and get all the way in our car and like now it's like i gotta put a shirt on like <laughs> for sure I got to like pull out my jeans and dust them off almost. Cause yeah. it's like, I haven't seen you in so long. The <laughs> ultimate inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's nice on occasion, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I did hella yeah. shopping this past weekend. Uh, I spent way too much money on Ooh, supplies. Tell. Uh, I like well, when you spend money. I get to live myself <laughs> through you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I was uh, working on rounding out my grant project. So uh, I have all the beads and stuff for it. I needed mm. to get fabric and finishings. So I went to like five different fabric stores. Uh, I also ended up buying a, a sewing serger. What's uh, that? So uh, like it's a, it's a, it's a sewing machine with um, four spokes like it has two needles and four threads so mm. it does like all the like major like finishings that you see inside of garments mm -hmm. um the edging uh it's, it's often done with a serger or something similar to it mm -hmm. um so uh i it's a step up from my uh walmart sewing machine <laughs> i have like this now a couple hundred dollar like multi thread serger thing that hopefully will take my uh creations up a notch in yeah. their in their levels um and yeah I, I i got a lot of cool finds i was like scouring the sale or like the clearance sections at a bunch of different joanne fabrics mm -hmm. uh, and i found some like dope obscure things that fall into my collection yeah uh, and i finally and i got more tools uh, and then I, I started, uh, getting into the sewing stuff last night. Cause I have some like big regalia pieces that I want to make, mm -hmm. uh, which if anyone has ever made any type of regalia, you know, that it's probably something you don't want to squeeze into like a six week period. Like oh, I'm doing no. <laughs> story of my life, but you know, we're not going to talk about me. This exactly. ain't about me. You know, and that's on top of the full-time job. You know, I, I yeah. do work eight hours a day. Uh, Wait, that's on... <laughs> rewind and say that again for the people in the back, because some people think we have no other lives to tend to. Where my money, where my order at? Where, how, where are you at? Right. It's like, girl, you placed this order two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, though, I was literally trying to do the math the other day because uh, now that I'm getting back into my good schedule, I am uh, going to sleep about 930 and then waking up at five. Yes. I'm out of the door by 530. I, I get back from the gym about seven and then I log in to work at 730. So that gives me like just enough time to do my shower, get dressed and make a protein shake. Right. So I then I work it. from 730 to four. Uh, and so then I have the hours from like four to 930 uh, to like do all my other additional work 
Uh, I also do yoga like two or three nights of the week. So that's at, I'll take a class at five 30. So that'll go from like five 30 to seven. So mm-hmm. in that, like in that five hour period, like I have to do like, or not have to, like I choose to do a, like a yoga workout, try to find time to do dinner, try to do some artwork. Mm-hmm. And then also try to like not do something since I'm yeah. doing something the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was doing the math the other day and I was like, girl, like, how are you going to get this stuff done? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the weekends have become crucial for me um, because it's just like, these are max hour days to get stuff knocked out. Cause it's, yeah, there's like, I basically have like two wiggle room hours to create each night mm-hmm. uh, outside of, you know, our, our QTP recording uh, and then all the other thing, editing and all the other things that, you know, we both do outside of this, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a lot life of an artist you guys it's like there's never enough and that's the hard part is like there's never enough hours in the day and like with all these like videos I watch it's like the person you want to be like your role model whoever you look up to has the same amount of hours in the day and some of them get a full night's sleep like and so (laughs) but it's like it's hard with an artist because like if you don't work you don't produce any work you know what I mean and it's like you have all these different projects or you have all these different ideas or whatever it is and it just seems like there's not enough hours in the day for how much you particularly want to create and get done you know so it can be a struggle and it can be a challenge especially balancing a personal life like it's a lot harder moving forward with your own dreams and desires then it or then it can be just working a nine-to-five and being completely okay with that you know the ultimate goal is to be happy so if that makes you happy by all means you know what I'm saying but you gotta some it's okay to like you know have a little bit be a little bit just a hair sympathetic for some artists because it is a very hard job to like juggle not only your personal life your work life if you are still working a nine-to-five or working any type of job just in general personal life job artwork all of it family at all it's a lot but um it's worth it you know yeah and of course we both have the goal (laughs) of like you know in however many years time freeing up the space, you know, like we're going to put oh, in the course. hard work now so that we That's can do how... stuff later. Well, so I keep trying to remind myself of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're in it, it's just like, Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I just need to, <laughs> I just need to go back. Like, let me just work at McDonald's. Like seriously, right? no shade to nobody that works at McDonald's, but gosh, like For real. <laughs> sometimes it's like, do I really want to do this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. The debate I had this morning. So, uh, prime example. Yeah. So last night, uh, getting all my stuff done. And then I had, um, uh, to go out and whatever, do whatever errands, um, for like my Chanel original business. And then, uh, by the time I got back, I still had my goal of like getting to a certain part in my project. And then it was already nine o'clock and I was like, okay, well, like, do I stay up an extra hour and get this thing done? That way I meet my goal and then Mm -hmm. take away from my sleep. Or do I just go to sleep and then I don't meet my goal and then I'm behind the next day. And so I ended up doing the, the first option. Uh, and then that that ended up putting me in bed like rather late. It was like 11, 1130. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here I was thinking, oh, maybe I'd be in bed by like 10, 1030. And no, it was like a whole, like almost two hours later. And so then yeah. this morning I was like straight struggle buzz when I got up, I was standing out of my bed and I was just like, do I go to the gym? Do I go back to sleep? Do I go to the gym? Do I go back to sleep? And I stood there for like, I don't know, a good two minutes, just like, 
Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then finally I was like, just get dressed. Uh, yeah. It, it was hard. It, yeah. it, it was like, I don't know. Like, I think maybe I'll just hop back in bed. And then I started to shame myself out. Cause I was just like, all right, Kellen, you gotta, you gotta sacrifice if you want to get to these places. Yeah. Um, That's so, I mean, the hard if, part though. Yeah. It's like, you need your rest. And like, uh-huh. that, by all means that comes first is like your mental health, your emotional health, all forms of health obviously comes first. But with me, it's hard because it's like, if I was put in that position, like my sleeping schedule would be thrown off. So I'm like, Michaela, go up, like take it one step at a time, just sit out of bed, take the blanket off get dressed, brush your teeth, like literally one step at a time to get to the gym. So that way I'm like, okay, well, hopefully I'll be exhausted by 9 PM. And I keep my schedule on track. And like, I've learned the hard way, like don't stay up late for projects. Like the projects are always going to be there. The orders are always going to be there. Like make sure you need to do what you do, do for you first. Like I always say, like you have to be yourself, be your best self in order to produce, you know, your best work. And so I stopped doing those late night projects because I'm like, man, I'll be doing this for the rest of my life if I keep doing this and like pushing it to the limit. And other people don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Let's be realistic. Like if you stay up late and they're just like, they're, you know, if, if whether you get the project done or not, like it just is what it is. Like they don't know you're staying up late. They don't know how much you had to do all day. Like just go to bed, wake up. Cause I, I, that's when I got that, like really sat with the term, like everything is figure outable. Like I don't have to sit here and break my back or be super like exhausted the next day to ruin, <clears throat> ruin my whole schedule next day, just by my exhaustion. Like I don't have to do, do all that. I can simply shoot them a text like, Hey, you know, Unfortunately, I or just shoot them a text. Like most people are understanding. If you just say, hey, this project, you know, I got delayed a little bit, but it should be ready instead of tomorrow. I'll be ready, you know, in two days. Like give me an extra day just in case. And if it's done early, it's done early. Like most people are understanding. Like if you keep the open communication and like I've never I like when I was like if this was years ago, I would never do that. I would stay up late. I'd be exhausted. I go through like my long day the next day from class to work, to work my next job, to homework, to bead work, like exhausted because I was like, I said, I'll have it done at this time. But, you know, and so now I'm just like, you know, just text them or just message them or whoever it is. Just say, hey, you know what? Life happens. I need an extra day. And then I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. You know, so like it could be a lot, but I'm glad I finally. But now I'm a little too laid back with it. I'll be like, start catching right, up again. Um, so maybe like another week, or you know, <laughs> rather than just an extra day, you know, because my mental health comes first. So like, <laughs> there you go. Yep. Everything is figureoutable. No, yes. Like, don't ever like pressure. This is just anyone listening. Like, don't ever like pressure yourself if you mentally are exhausted or like you know, if it's a couple hours here or there, no problem. But like, don't pull a whole old night all night or when you got like a final the next day or you got a big meeting the next day like just message that person if somebody's relying on you and be like hey you know this is what i wasn't able to do but this is what i can do and most people are gonna be cool with it <laughs> yes that that's a whole message to take to heart for sure <laughs> <laughs> like i'm receiving it again my mom is like hella bomb at negotiating and she's oh, always yes. like advocating for me to do so. She's like, just say this thing. She's like, mm-hmm. the most that they can say is no. And if then, if they say no, then just like renegotiate from there. 
Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, I'm always like the full pressure. Like I said, I was going to do this at this time. And the other thing, you yes, know, that will drive you crazy. Trust and, me. <laughs> and it, yeah, it has, <laughs> it has. And, and people yes. have heard the, uh, the aftermath of that <laughs> in yeah. some of our shows, that pressure <laughs> that I put on myself. Uh, yeah. My mom's always just like, just talk to the person or just, you know, do whatever. She's like queen of like negotiating time and just like being re- like a, uh, resolved in that you know or like confident in that always mm-hmm. uh, so it's always cool to see so I'm like trying to take that on for myself too or it's just like all right work on negotiating a little bit more or like you know putting out more options so that I'm not just assuming stressors you know yes when there is leeway there mm-hmm. uh, yeah it could be it could be a lot if you take it there. So um, that's really good that you kind of have her as a source when you need it. Oh, for sure. Definitely helps. The uh, the other one that's like semi-related yet not fully is like committing myself to things. Uh, yes. Like I can statements. <laughs> I'm laugh crying right now. <laughs> right. I start to catch myself when I say I can to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I start a sentence with like, I can in response to something, I'm like, wait, what am I doing? You know, cause now I'm volunteering myself for another thing. Like, oh, I can do this thing for, you know, like, uh, an issue at work, right. Uh, an email. And it's like, whatever, whatever, whatever response, response, response. Um, I can make the, whatever, da, 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 da. and it's like, nobody asked you to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. and is it required? No. Would it be helpful? Possibly. Yeah. Are, do you have to like commit yourself to another thing? Uh, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, I've become like very conscious of my, I can statements now. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, I, I never really say like, please let me know if there's any, or like, if you have any questions or like, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I'm, I don't even try to open up that communication. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, hopefully this is helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this is uh this provides you good assistance. Uh because yeah, if anything, people can follow up. What's up? I didn't realize I wasn't recording my voice. <laughs> I thought I was. I could have swore I was, but it must have been when I swapped the earphones. I was gonna say it, it is because I have one for 17 seconds. <laughs> All right, I'll just hit record now. Uh that's the same thing. Let me see what time it is for me. I just uh, recorded it. Or I just, I hit record just because, but I didn't yeah. realize I wasn't, I went to check on it and I was like, <sighs> trust I've, I've experienced that a few times now. I'm Whatever. Like, what the heck? <laughs> uh, but yes. <laughs> can you enlighten me on everything that's happened in the last 48 hours? I saw like a bunch of tweets that was saying that things were closed down. Uh, and I just was like, oh, there's COVID. Um, like a COVID closed down on the res. Uh, and then later come to find out like there was like something that happened. I like, I have no idea really of like everything that happened. Like, well, I'll have to keep up with the messages because we're not supposed to like talk about it in a social setting. So hopefully word. by the time this episode is released, everything will be cleared up. But Basically, there's this person who messaged one of the students at the Lapway High School and just saying, hey, do you go to this school? And they're just like, why? And they basically just said, hey, we're going to shoot up the school like they got oh this threat. And so that must have been released to either the school system or, you know, first and then the tribal police. And so immediately they were just like, OK, you guys 
obviously leave the school. So they cleared out all the school systems. Um, they got the FBI involved and they cleared out all of the tribe too. They like, they all were sent home immediately. So Lathway, like everybody was home by like one o'clock yesterday, if not earlier. And so just for out of the safety, out of, of the community, of course. <clears throat> and so I guess like the cops like went and spoke to, they traced who it was coming from and they were able to get in contact with them and they were just being rude. So we were, everyone was given the next day off. So today off as well, just to be safe. I don't know what they're doing tomorrow, but the tribes and the school um, were all off for, for today as well. So I think they're just still figuring it out, still cleaning it up. And they're just like, Hey, don't show share anything on social media, what we're doing, what's going on. Um, so it sounded very serious, but you know, it's not something to take lightly. I think just in any sense either, like, especially if the FBI is being involved now, even if uh, it is from another country, you don't know, you know, yeah. you really don't know. Someone could be paying someone else to say this, who's coming from like, you just don't know. So um, everyone's just kind of been home for the last 48 hours realistically, or, you know, staying out of the way to themselves with their, with their families, just to be, just to be on the safe side. So Dang. it's been going on here. Yeah. That's wild. Does that need to come out? I don't know because the last email I received or cause my mom forwards me all like the tribe's emails. And then it was okay. just like, Hey, don't share on social media about what's going on. But that was yesterday. So I guess we'll just see if my mom goes to work tomorrow. I'm assuming everything's kind of cleared up, but like even scrolling on Facebook, we don't see anything. So nobody's been saying anything. And usually like, I feel like the res is going to be the res and they're going to say yeah. something on or share something, but I haven't seen anything. So everyone must be taking it pretty serious by not sharing too much. Otherwise, I mean, I'm really not on social media that much yeah. anyway, but the little bit I have scrolled, I'm like, Oh, nobody's saying anything about this. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to sit, play it by ear. Huh. and see if anything's going on tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, I we could put in just say, hey, there was this. Well, I don't even know if we can talk about that either. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I really well, don't know. Wow. But, um, I know. Well, yeah. now, um, now, I'm, now I'm legit. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't realize it was that serious. Or not that it wasn't that serious yet. Because uh, yeah, I, I just saw some things that like, it was like, oh, the res are like, we're shut down. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I just figured it was a COVID shutdown. I was like, oh, dang. I was like, no. is there a wicked outbreak or whatever? You know, mm -hmm. um, I just saw the one little, like the, just basically that there was a shutdown. And I was just like, huh. And I just kept scrolling, you know? Yeah. So I just assumed in these times, uh, no. COVID, like a, a COVID shutdown. Mm -hmm. um, and then my mom was saying, yeah, she was like, oh, something like happened. Uh, and there's like some kind of threat. And then people got sent home. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was like that type of shutdown. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew nothing about it other than that there was some type of threat to some place and that everyone got sent home. Yeah. So everybody's just kind of been in been on lockdown, but we'll see what Jeez. happens tomorrow. Yeah. Huh. But either way, I'll let you know. So that way you know for I guess for editing purposes. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they're wow. gonna message the, the the they're gonna mess the FBI. So we listen to Quantum Theory podcast <laughs> and um her jaw are back in town. Like we don't need that kind of thing. You know, we don't need that weight on our back. <laughs> for real. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm I mean, not we love y'all, Switzerland. Hopefully it's not y'all, you know. <laughs> right. I don't think I don't think Switzerland would do us like that. Y'all wouldn't do us like they that. They love us out there. So <laughs> they got our backs. Yes. Uh, um also random shout out uh to the folks at the Olympics. Uh I what? that was another thing that this weekend, uh Aaron Jackson 
And um, Aaron Jackson, who was like the first black woman to win a winter Olympic Olympic gold medal mm-hmm. uh, and in, in speed skating. And then I think also just like in general. Dope. Um, uh, I know old, nothing about And she Olympics just started speed skating like five years ago. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I did see her. She has braids, right? Yes. Yes. I seen her on, my mom was watching some sort of talk show or somebody was, and it was like, so you just learned how to do this. And she's like, well, I was really good at rollerblading. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like an inline, yeah, rollerblader. And then, yeah, five years ago, switched over to speed skating and now is an Olympic gold medalist and a history maker, a groundbreaker. Crazy. Right. I watched her race because they recapped it uh, at the end of the weekend. And mm-hmm. I... I start getting all choked out and I was crying. I was just like, I don't even know this person. Uh, <laughs> and then right after that, it was, uh, they did the closing ceremonies and um, I can't remember the lady's last name. Her first name's Alana. And she, I think she did like the solo Bob and like the duo Bob sled. Uh, and she got medals in those, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And I think her, I think her duo Bob, my mom said that they were both black women. Mm-hmm. Um and so then it's just like another history making moment. And she got to carry the flag in the closing ceremonies. Nice. Uh, and so they did like a live feed of like her dad and her baby while she was like in Beijing with the family and she waved at them and they were waving back. And I was like, this black excellence at the winter Olympics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though. Uh, so, uh, so all of those, you know, <laughs> who used to skate at roll away back in the day, you can make it too. <laughs> right? There's hope. There is. Go for the gold. Yeah. I cannot skate to save my mm-hmm. life. I look so awkward. It's just like two slim gyms on wheels. <laughs> like it's rough. <laughs> Oh my no gosh. To skating. I always wanted to. Like I always thought like I was such a tomboy growing up. Like I thought okay. like skateboarding was cool, like rollerblading uh, was cool. I like that rollerblade movie that Disney released. I don't even remember what it's called. Freak? Yeah. Like I like all that stuff. <laughs> and like I can't I couldn't do half of it. And like I used to hang out with the guys like uh, on our block because the girls are like too girly. They're all talking about like, you know, other girl. I'm like, I ain't about this. I'm just trying to play outside, <laughs> you know. And so I used to play baseball with the boys across the street because they had this huge yard that sat, sat on the corner of like the street. And so they'd always play baseball. And I'm like, come on, guys, let's go play. And they're like, all right, if you want to play, let's play. Like, Michaela, you be the catcher. And I'm like, oh, come on, man, like, give me the bat, give me the bat. Like, let me pitch. And they're like, no, you got to catch. Like, so, like, <laughs> I've always wanted to be, you know, the girl that does more, I can rollerblade and can play baseball and was good at basketball. And I just, you know, I was, I was, I had to sit in the back seat because I wasn't a boy that could run fast enough or hit the ball straight or whatever, even though there are plenty of girls that can. So I'm just yeah. talking about my own ability, natural, <laughs> uh, natural abilities that weren't very, very, you know, on point, but, um, but yes. I feel you like in the last, what, eight months or whatever. There, I don't know if you saw it too on online, there was like the huge, like, four-wheel roller skate surgeon like resurgence where everybody was right buying roller skates no Uh, you didn't see that oh my gosh all over ig like everyone is buying roller skates and i was like so this is like the new pandemic trend Mm -hmm. uh yeah i wanted to get into it too i actually shopped and i didn't buy any 
um, yeah, I just remember everyone was buying roller skates. It was like the summertime thing, uh, which, yeah, hopefully in the future I can get a pair because I want to like do like, you know, Atlanta, like ATL, <laughs> like, <laughs> like one of those roller rinks. Cascade. Uh, yeah. yeah. I need to get, so I, maybe like when I, when I'm older, I could see myself like buying a pair of skates at like 60 years old. Like, all right, let's do this. I'm learning how to skate for real now. Like, yes. but I'm too scared to fall. It's a long way down. Your girl isn't, you know, is, is, has a ways up. So when I fall and my body's brittle, like it's like I got a bunch of muscle in me. You know, I don't look like the sister on Encanto. Like I'm tall, but like ah, I'm bony. Ah, so if I fall, it's a long way down. It's oh, a hard fall. So you're good. <laughs> I don't have the courage right now to buy any skates, but in the future, I will buy some skates, hopefully, and and excel at that later in life. During my eat, pray, love experience, <laughs> skates will be a part of that. <laughs> Everything is getting put into that one period of time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have an extreme year of just doing everything. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's way too good. Um, also, going back to Brink, I used to think Brink was so cute when I was younger. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, I can barely remember it, but I just remember her skin falling and like getting them all getting scraped up like and I was like I don't want that to happen to oh, me oh yeah because because homeboy like threw the rocks on the corner yeah and tore up his <laughs> friend yeah the evil guy yeah um, okay I just had to google it because I, I couldn't remember if the like the girl in the crew if she was um what's that is it Michelle Rodriguez I do not know who's in like all of the Fast and Furious movies um and like Avatar I don't I don't think, I think so. That might be her name. It, it's not. She was her. in I, it. No, it's not oh, her. Okay. I, I just googled to make sure. Um, I think that's her name. I feel so bad if it isn't. Uh, anyways, in my head, I was like, I wonder if that was her when she was younger, and then she just like stuck to the role and was like, never mind, I'll just like hop into Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, that is Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. Um. Well, not in Brink yet. I was right with the name. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so yeah, that's her. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the girl from Brink is not her by any means. Uh, oh, that's Taina. Oh, you know her? Remember the show Taina? Taina. Uh-uh. I did not do that justice, but yes, that's Taina. So type in Taina from like Nickelodeon. I used to love that show. It was only on for a short period of time, but I think it came, it kind of came on late, I believe, on Nickelodeon, but I just remember always trying to catch that show when it came on. Okay. It's like there weren't that many people that like representation. Again, going yes. back to that, yes. it's like there wasn't. She was that the only many. brown one in the whole show. Exactly. So yes. I loved watching that show, and it's like I she was Latino, I believe. So and it, they kind of stuck to that as well in the show. Show because sometimes it's like think about Jennifer Lopez and like I love me some J Lo, but like in a lot of her films, she's not represented as who she is. You know, so like think about like Monster in Law. Think about um, is it the wedding, wedding planner? Wedding planner. It's well, like yeah, she's she painted like out to be white, and it's like she ain't yeah. white, like <laughs> clearly. Yeah. So, and it's like in that show, I think growing up seeing her, oh. seeing Tia and Tamara, like where they were actually themselves and weren't paint, being painted out to be somebody else, or they wore their hair natural. Like I like watching so shows like that because that was most relatable to me. Yeah, um, but I thought she was cool in that film because obviously she's a tomboy too. But like. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's what she liked to do. So, uh, I was actually I... just oh, oh go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. 
I was going to say, when I shared my screen, it stopped my recording. So it is the share screen that makes my recording stop. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. And you do it at the top of every show. So yes. it makes <laughs> exactly because i was like wait a second once i started sharing my screen i was like let me make sure the recording's still going and yeah. then it was stopped so yeah it is the share screen that makes the thing happen well we are learning right mystery solved 10 episodes later <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say though about Titan oh, representation? i was saying i literally just watched 17 again last night remember that show when it with t and tamara and even their brother brother taj mallory's in it and like the grandparents use the soap because the grandson is a scientist, which is Taj. And like, they turn into being young. And then once they're young, Tam- um, Tamara plays the grandmother. Um, and the grandfather is very, very attractive. <laughs> and then they're actually, do you remember, have you seen that movie? Uh, well, did, well, 17 again, when I Googled it, that brought up Zac Efron. Is that the same? Oh my gosh, it is the same title. Yes. You're Dang. seeing it now, right? Yeah. I, I had mm-hmm. to put in Disney afterward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so shoot. The as a kid, look at looking at the grandpa, the young grandpa. Like, oh, okay, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like, I remember him. <laughs> he was definitely yes. a crush as a kid. And it was kind of awkward because didn't he like like the granddaughter? Or like they like flirted or no. No, no, no. The the, the opposite. Because they're twins. Tina and Tamara are twins, obviously. Yeah. So like the the show starts off with the actual grandparents. Yeah. And then once they turn young, that's when Tamara comes in because she looks just like the granddaughter when she was younger. So Got he it. liked Tamara, obviously, but it was like a different person. But they're twins technically. But you know what I mean? So, like, nice. so yeah. So he was married to Tamara in the show. But yeah, he they look exactly the same because... Tia Maori on her um, Instagram, she took a picture with him, the younger guy, the younger grandpa, and um, it Taylor. looks like they're doing like a remake or, you know, a spinoff or something. So I'm excited to see what that's about. But yeah, he looks exactly the same. Like he looks young still. Oh, yes. Mark Taylor, still fine. <laughs> huh. It's so crazy looking back at like old Disney shows or no. Nickelodeon shows, like the cast of all that. Like, uh, I used Everything. to have crushes on those people. Um, everyone in the Disney show, like in the Disney movies, you know, I always had, oh, like that one's the cutie. That one's the cutie. Yeah. That one's mine. You know, like, yeah. And now it's like, uh, I don't know. Now I feel old. Like yeah. I was watching it on the TV. I'm like, <laughs> literally like kids now are gonna be like oh what old film is this like just based (laughs) on how like the filming was and I'm like man I'm like you don't know what this is like I feel feel old now and it wasn't that long ago that's the sad part (laughs) well what's dope is that they are aging well too because uh what's is from like my cousin Skeeter and uh, I think it's one on one who is in Harlem. It's kind of scary though, looking now. I don't know <laughs> no, what it is. No, but he's no, a little it, scary. It, it, did, it did change a little. But he's yeah, cute he did still. age well. Yeah, he aged well. He looked well. great in Harlem. About him. <laughs> uh, well, his one scene in Harlem, I was living. The, I do see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> he was so cute too. He was like a little crush of mine from one on one too. You know, he was a little like, he was a little bit hippie ish, but he was, he like was the cool. alternative black. Or at yes. least in like one-on-one, he was like, you know, Jenko jeans and 
yeah like hair when he was in college when they went to college i was like that's when he really got fine but like now (laughs) like he still looks good don't get me wrong i don't know it's like his melanin maybe just isn't popping as much but he's still a great looking dude don't get me wrong do not get me wrong but i'm like uh i'm gonna keep Uh, you as a kid's crush because But he is a good looking. So I mean, shoot, you know, you know the the, the you know this the the slogan. Black do not crack. So all of these stars that we looked at as kids, like they still look the same. Hopefully I still look the same. Hopefully that I'm not the end prayer. to that, to that, to that slogan. But <laughs> right. That was but, in um, my head. I was like, oh, please for me too. Maybe I know. Like, in 20 me years. Too. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk about Sierra's prayer. No, I'm playing. Oh, gosh, prayer you know, Sierra, do not age. Sierra, Pharrell, Pharrell don't ever age. He's just going to look right? like that forever. Yes. Oh my gosh. He's be 105 years old. For real. Uh, well, we have something to look forward to. I'm hoping. I hope so. Uh, you know, there'll be like uh, shots from uh, 2033 and people will be like, oh, is that QTP 2022? Like, First oh. of all, wait a minute. Don't do that. I'm going to be that old. We're not, let's talk about like 2053. Hopefully I still look good. Okay. 20, yeah. Even then too. Yeah. Wait, that's only 10 years, Kellen. I guess you're right. I'm I'm in my 30s, so for me that, that okay, that's well, a lot. Still, you're uh, still going to you're going to be a complete zaddy. Like you're not even going to be that old enough to be a zaddy yet. Like <laughs> no, we, that's like in black black time. That's like half the time. So like <laughs> <laughs> you got to add a few a few more years onto that. Gosh. Oh, too good. Oh man, the memories, the memories, the memories. Uh, so what else have you gotten into then since uh? the the last week has really occurred gosh um i'm trying to think i'm just trying to finish up projects while i'm home that's kind of it i mean besides spending time with family and trying to be as present as possible i'm trying to make sure you know i knock out some of these commitments i have so like i said i'm still trying to kind of i did kind of slow down on being so accommodating with orders so that way you know I can finish up on a lot of things, but that's, that's really it. I guess that's pretty the, the usual for me. Um, I think I try not to make too much of new plans while I'm away because I know it's hard for me to work on them while I'm away. So um, just dealing with what I have in the moment, because I definitely overcommit and um, that's something I need to change. <laughs> uh, or at least hire a team that can, I can pass it off to or something. So yeah. it's a lot. It's hard. Cause it's like, I wake up to a lot of text messages and emails checking in with this or wanting to do this. And I want to just do it all, but it's so hard for me sometimes to, to juggle because it kind of, then it begins to, I, I'm so grateful for the opportunity, whether whoever wants to work with me, just period. But it can be overwhelming sometimes. Um, so it's just, I'm in the process of just kind of figuring out that balance. Okay, do I want to start the hiring process or do I just want to take less or, but you know, it's a journey and it's not, I'm trying to make it at least, at least stressful as possible and just get done what I have on my plate and, you know, take baby steps forward, but l- learn new things as well that could kind of ease up my plate a little bit. But that's about it. What about you? Ah. Uh. Jeez, uh, mostly uh, grant stuff. Um, uh, so again, I, I've been uh, just learning different techniques. Like uh, I've 
been watching different sewing and stuff techniques so I can apply that. Uh, also, I'm learning the <laughs> value of budgets and sticking to them. There you go. <laughs> All the shopping that I've gone out and done, I'm like, wait a second, Kellen. Uh, yeah. Let's uh let's assess these numbers uh, <laughs> <laughs> and make sure that uh you're on track. Um and so yeah, uh actually just really uh kind of sitting into my project management pocket um mm-hmm. and really trying to define my scope of work. So like what are the things that need to get done? What are the actual products? What are the actual deliverables? Mm-hmm. Uh so that I'm not just like kind of walking about being like, oh, I want to do all of these things. No, like define what they are. I want to yeah. do these 10 things. This is what they look like. Mm-hmm. I'll know that the project is done when these 10 things are done. You yeah. Know? Uh, so yeah, just um, kind of uh, studying up on that. Uh, so yeah, just hopping back into like uh, YouTube uh, and uh, podcasts that, you know, basically just help me out. Uh, and now I'm about to, uh, hop into investing. Uh, yes. I was gifted, uh, a couple shares, uh, of a native owned company. Uh, so it. I've, uh, so now I'm, uh, now a part of that whole world and I know absolutely nothing. So that's going to be my next YouTube university slash podcast. Yes. It's you know, exciting like things to like learn how to really help manage my finances and, uh, and understand like, you know, stock exchange and investing and and all of that. (laughs) No, because I kind of tapped into that too, that world a while ago when I remember when I was talking about stocks and different Mm -hmm. shares, but it's a whole world. So it's like, I think one just small tip is like, and at least that I noticed for me that I know I didn't want to kind of get overwhelmed by is feeling like I have to figure it all out and you have to be sure about everything. Like you don't have to be sure about anything. I put off investing for so long because I'm like, well, I just want to know a little bit more about it, which I'm glad I did. I didn't want to just throw all my money into something. And I'm like, well, whatever happens, happens. Like I wanted to have my money controlled and know what's going on as it's sitting there. And then I think I felt like I wanted to know so much, but I'm like, Michaela, just throw in a little bit, see how it works. And then once you kind of get a flow, throw in more and more and then kind of treat it as a bill, a monthly bill, weekly bill, however you want to set it up. So that way your money's sitting there and it's accumulating because inflation is crazy right now. So your money is not being worth your, your money is going down in value because everything else is going up in value. So I'm like, I have a good chunk invested, but, and I just keep an eye on it every day. So that way, like, okay, as long as it's not going into the negative or, you know, even it's doubling up by the pennies, you know, then there's some stocks that double up like one minute you can be making $20. The next day you can be making a hundred dollars, but then some stock you can make be making three cents one day and then six cents the next day and one cent the next day. But as long as it's not negative, your money's making money for you by sitting there as opposed to sitting in the savings. So once I kind of understood that, I'm like, cool. And then you just kind of learn as you go. So I'm excited for you to say the least, because there's a whole finance is a whole nother world. And I think black and brown communities really, um, it's hard for us to kind of start that journey because 
growing up, it's like a lot of our, of our odds were stacked against us to where we're in survival mode mode. And you see, you know, a lot of people are immediately buying material things, which I don't blame them because everybody likes the good material item, but we do it because it's like, we weren't used to it. You know, we want to feel good about having certain things and do certain things, you know, and it's not fair to compare us to other you know, it's not fair to compare us to white society or people who are rich and white because we're not like them. Because you always see these posts comparing, okay, well, this rich white guy wears the same shoes and has these same pants and shirt. And I'm like, well, you have to think about it. Our societal no- societal norms and the systematic racism that never gave us that luxury to just to, to do that. Like when we get money, it's like, hey, we want to be able to provide for our families. We want to have the best. You know, we never had the option. Let's just put it that way the option of either, you know, getting something while we have money or, you know what I mean? It's just a whole nother world. So I think it's important to find that balance, but the more you know about financial literacy, the better and being able to teach that to, you know, starting just with yourself and then with your own family, family members and with your own kids and your own grandkids, that's a start. But if you know enough to share it with the community, definitely do it. So that way we can build, and kind of, you know, support our own and create more businesses, create more nonprofits, more organizations, more charities, you know, whatever. So, um, cause I know talking with my family, as I learned about more about investing and financial literacy, I told them what I learned and I was able to break it down in a way that made sense to me. And it made sense to them. And my, like my grandma, for example, she never thought about investing, but the way I explained it to her, she's like, huh, maybe I'll give you some money to put investments for me. So, you know, it's little things like that by being able to pass on your knowledge and your own resources, because that's what we need as a culture. And as you know, it's, we're more than a race, but you know, as, as a race and as a culture, I think it's important to know, like I said, you got to learn the system to work the system. And this is a part of learning (laughs) the system to make it, you know, beneficial to our own. So. That's my ramble. I got excited when you're like, oh, oh I'm learning. Because no, you might great. be able to help me because I kind of not <laughs> fell off the wagon, but I haven't been watching as many videos as like, I've, that's something I usually do by myself and I haven't done it in a while. So um, I got excited when you talked about it because it is, it's a journey and it's kind of fun. The more you learn, you're like, hey, I'm getting smarter. <laughs> <You know? laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> it's a weird statement to make, but it's like, once you learn more, it's a, it feels really good to know you know, know that you learned something and you're like, wow. So this is how it works because something seems so hard when really it's not, it just takes some patience and understanding and you can do the exact same thing, you know, Uh, but anyway. Ooh, yeah, it's scary. (laughs) Cause even just signing up, literally just signing up stopped me. Uh, cause I was like, there are way too many agreements. There's way too many things to go through. There's a lot of things to, to sign quote unquote, my life away, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I stopped, I like, I stopped the process for like four or five days. I was like, never mind, No, you know, it was so off-putting just right up front where it's just like, it was scary, you Mm -hmm. know? And I'm like, yeah, it, it, it meant to, well, not meant, well, it is meant to keep us out. Yeah. Also, you know, there is just that like nuanced layer of, you know, exclusion where, just like the the daunting task right up front of being confronted with all of these, like, well, you'll be responsible for this, then this code, make sure you read this thing about this. And then here's the bylaws for that and the other. And it's like a 43 page document, you know, and you're like, what am I signing? You know, I don't yeah. know what's hidden in all of that text. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, just even that part alone was just like, it was so off-putting that it, it overwhelmed me 
And it made me walk away from it. I was like, never mind, right? Yeah. Uh, and then it wasn't until like five or six days later where I was like, uh, okay, like just do it. You know, like other people do it. Not to say like that's the reason why. If somebody didn't, you know, the whole yeah. the whole maxim. Um, if anyone does something, it doesn't mean you just have to do it. Uh, however, I'm like, well, uh, like trying to get past that fear, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, I'd like I don't have any knowledge and or comfortability i haven't had any conversations with anybody in my family ever you know and it's not like a a common thing that like i've heard people talk about uh just in the circles that i kind of walk in uh yet then i like i see it like you're talking about just like you know um people having exposure to it generationally you know like with Mm -hmm. their family and whatnot where i'm around other people and it's like like, oh yeah, I get why like you walk in this way. Cause like, yeah, you came up in a place where like your parents had it established and yeah. this was just the norm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, ah, yeah. So it's going to be a journey. Uh, well, don't think <laughs> about it as like, <laughs> as like a hard journey. There was a lot of sigh into that one, into that statement. <laughs> But no, like really just, there's so much to learn and every, you always got to stick to your gut, no matter what you do in life. If you feel off about it. Okay. But like, I think with me, I like to watch a lot of YouTube videos cause there's YouTube on anything, but I, the ones that I personally resonate with are like the people of color videos or like black or brown people who are explaining financial literacy to me because they, the way they break it down is so relatable in terms of what your spending habits are to questions you might not even know yet, as opposed to watching videos, listening to podcasts, whatever, reading different articles that are using this lingo that, you know, we just weren't, aren't used to or using this type of, like, it just jumps you right in. I would rather listen to someone who's like, hey, this is what I know we've been taught. And, but this is what this actually means, or this is how you could use it to benefit yourself. Or if you are um, a black owned business, this is what you could use. So it's just very much more relatable for me to watch videos like that. So I like, I like watching Noelle Randall. I like watching Erin on demand. She kind of helps with marketing. I like listening. Noelle Randall, she does a lot more real estate. She talks about investing. She talks about different platforms to make money. Um, a good place to start is just period at all. My favorite book just in business. My number one is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Has a very kind of boring 90s cover because he's just sitting on the front front. But the way he breaks everything down in that book, I think that is like a game changer. And he has like, aside from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that should be like your first book. But he has this book called The Cashflow Quadrant. And it tells you which kind of, he breaks up into four sectors. So it's a quadrant, but it's like, there's the investors, there's the, um, the employee, the soul, the, I forgot the individual. So he breaks it up in four different parts. I don't know why I can't think of it right now, but he tells you he's an investor. So he breaks it all down into who you currently are, who, so whether you are an employee, whether you are a business owner, whether you are investor, and it kind of gives you the next steps from going from there. And if you want to be an investor, okay, these are the steps you take. So that's a really good book to reference to the cash flow quadrant. Um, if you can reach rich, pad, rich dad, poor dad, read that one. I think I read that after the cash flow quadrant, but it was so easy and the way he breaks it down is really simple that he really opened your mind up about investing and tells you kind of the do's and don'ts. So um, that's my personal recommendation. Um, 
the only white guy I really like, really like is like um, Grant Cardone. That's my guy. But like, <laughs> and he's like into sales and investing and stuff like that. But there's there's so many parts to investing and so much so much other fluff around it to really kind of understand before you dive deep into it um, and kind of do it kind of a little bit cautiously. Like you're going to have to throw money in there anyway, just to see how the system kind of works. You're going to lose money point blank period, but it, you want to be able to control how much you lose or if you lose anything, obviously the goal is not to lose anything, which is doable as well, but you just kind of got to keep your eye on it. But, um, but yeah, there's so much out there and there's so much more. I feel like I have to learn because I feel like I don't, I'm just at the t- very tip of the iceberg, but the fact that like you're interested is, is really cool too. So I'm excited for this journey. I got. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, supporting the, the future goals that we have, you know, like I, I understand, like, I'm not going to just be able to like save up my cash in order to make the big moves that I want in the future. You know, like I have to, well, not have to yet, you know, it can be very beneficial to, you know, be in the system that helps build wealth. Uh, in order to make the power moves that I want to make, you know, like Mm -hmm. it can't all just be my savings account is what I'm saying, you know, uh, uh, as, as you just, you know, talked about and like, and now that I'm in a place where I do have a, like a good savings and a good, like established, uh, sense of myself where I'm not like paycheck to paycheck where I was before, like Mm -hmm. scrambling after debt. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well now, yes, that's great that I'm in this place yet again, like how, how do I activate and, and, and make the most, um, out of my time for the money, you know, or yeah. out of my money for the time, you know, cause you know, starting now it's going to help rather than starting in five years, we're starting yeah. in 10 years, you for know? Sure. So yeah, just like trying to get there. Cause you know, it's, it's, it's going to take a pretty penny to get, uh, some of our land back and uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I agree. Trust me. To that's displace the, colonizers. Trust and, you know. me. <laughs> I think the exact same way. And I literally am in the same process, like mentally thinking like, I want this, I want this, I want this back. I want this back. So how you am I going to get there? Like, exactly. I'm like, Hmm, I'm going to flush these people out. How do I yes. do this? So played in the nicest of ways. Nays. Uh, I'm yeah, taking all just... these colonizers money and making money from more colonizers <laughs> off of that money. And I don't, have to lift a finger so <laughs> reparations i'm saying though about to work this system exactly so i know that it's integral to all of that you yeah. know uh that's and, what i mean when yeah. i'm like business isn't going where any any you know unfortunately business isn't going where and capitalism un- white capitalism isn't going anywhere you know yeah. anytime soon unfortunately but hey i can deteriorate it a little bit little by little with my little portion so how do i learn what they do so i can benefit my own people and take back what's mine and uplift my own people you know what i'm saying so that's kind of how i think in terms of business because some people it doesn't sit right with some people and you really can't blame them, but it takes people like us to really challenge what has always been in the structures that we've been, that have been established and try to break down those structures one one step at a time. So that way it's a little bit more broken down for, you know, our kids or the next generation to break down, you know, not that saying it's their responsibility, but if not by us, then by who, you know? We don't want to have to repeat history by having someone else do that for us because someone's always benefiting out of somewhere. You cannot talk money without someone getting kind of some sort of piece of the pie, but it also depends, okay, where are they putting that piece of the pie? Where is it actually going? 
there's so many questions. So when you have some people who are willing to do this and to learn this stuff, you know, really appreciate them and support them in what ways they can, you know, so that way, especially if you know, they're a good hearted person in terms of, you know, uplifting their own, their own people, because it's not an easy journey to figure out, but somebody has got to do it in order to make a change. So um, it's an exciting journey for the person just because, you know, you learn, I feel like what keeps me alive and motivated is just being able to learn new things every day and create a better life, not only for myself, you know, but for the ones I love, that's, that's the goal. But on the next episode of quantum theory, Kellen will be going over investing 101. <laughs> <laughs> These are the two terms that I learned this past week. <laughs> all the tea for you, so you too can go out and do the same thing. <laughs> Join us next week. <laughs> oh my gosh, for real. Cause I know absolutely nothing. So this is, it's a completely blank slate. Uh, and so everything that I will take in will be, uh, beneficial because <laughs> it'll at least be more than I knew before, which is again, absolutely nothing. Uh, yes. so yeah, trying to get that and money up. Speaking of not obligations, but talking about obligations now, by the time we air our next episode, yeah. this little bet me and Kellen have about his book and getting to a certain page will be it's good time's gonna be up next week and i haven't decided what i wanted to win yet um so <laughs> he will find out next week or maybe i will be the loser and so one of us is going to be doing something we probably don't want to do but we will find out on next week's episode <laughs> um, and so before true. we go not to leave on a dark note even though it's not necessarily dark I feel like, you know, it's a step in the right direction. I do want to um, just clarify on Ahmaud Arbery's case, the hate crime case, the three officers involved of obviously killing Ahmad have been sentenced to life. So, you know, I was very appreciative to hear that bit of information this 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 week. And although, you know, it's not. You know, it's hard to accept justice. And even though in a sense, this is justice at the sad part is obviously Ahmad's life can't, you know, we can't get that back, but it is a step in the right direction. And we can only hope that we continue to move forward and more cases like this get, um, get the justice that it truly deserves. You know, a lot of the damage has already been done within this country. So hopefully we get more outcomes and resolutions like this. So I just want to give, um, just wanted to shine light on that for anyone that may have not known, because um, it's very easy to be a part of a trend for so long. But a lot of people don't realize these trials are ongoing and, um, you know, justice was 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 served. So let's just hope our country just continues to move forward um, in the right direction. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for saying that, because yes. uh, you low key even put me on. I. I avoid everything at all costs mm -hmm. and I, you know, I don't like it yet at the exact same time, you know, peace and space. Yeah. Uh, so like I, I see, I like, I blur my vision at headlines all the time and stuff. You know, I get like mm -hmm. a tiny little, I'm just like, Nope, don't even take in the information, scroll past it, look away, you know, mm -hmm. um, which isn't the best to like fully disconnect yet. It's where I'm at right now. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I I didn't even know that that's what I was avoiding because I I did see stuff mm -hmm. uh, related. Yeah, I I just I didn't take in the information. I was just like, no, I keep it pushing. 
you know? Mm -hmm. Well, that's Um, the hard part is you keep it pushing because of our country never has had, had had that record of actually holding white people accountable for their actions. Usually you skip over that headline because it's, well, nothing has changed. They're walked free. You see a black family crying because they haven't received justice, you know? So just like homegirl who just the other day got like a slap on the wrist, uh, for her manslaughter, uh, to the little, not a little boy, but a teenager, you know, who she accidentally killed. And for those of you who haven't known the story, I can't think of the names right now, but basically teenager was driving. Um, they pulled him out of the car. Um, they were trying to, I believe, arrest him. And he kind of jumped into the car to take off in the car. Um, somehow, and I haven't read the entire story. I just kind of got a, um, glimpse of the story but base but i know that she basically um she said it was she thought it was her taser but she pulled the trigger on her gun and the boy died she obviously she obviously did not get what she deserved by killing a child um she didn't get what she was she should have gotten um i don't know what sentence or if she was just immediately released and found not guilty like i said i haven't done my homework as i probably have should have looked into but um i just know as soon as i heard it you know, if you are a police officer, you are you're trained to know these things. Point blank, period. So wasn't what is it an excuse? You should know the difference between a gun and a taser. I don't care how excited you are. That's what you're trained for. That's what you're being paid to do is to protect society and know know what you're supposed to know. I mean, I don't I, I don't know how else to clearly put it. So I'm not really gonna go deep down into it. If you heard of the story, um, then you know. If you haven't, you look it up. Um, but that's the type of justice we are used to. So when Kellen says he scrolls over these things, it's because of that heartbreak. We have to relive over and over and over again of each story that we see. So it's understandable to want to kind of step away from things at times, but then also it can, it is crucial to look at just to know what, you know, me, my family members, my kids, whatever, you know, this, this is the world that we live on, live in. So I have to be aware of it in some form, but it can be heartbreaking a lot of times and it can be a lot at some time. So it's okay to step away from it if you need to. But, um, but yeah, I just wanted to go ahead and, um, just bring that up about Ahmaud Arbery because I feel like, you know, justice was served, you know, unfortunately the ultimate justice was for none of this happened in the first place, but, um, at least they, they, they got that much, you know, but, um, but yeah, even, even that one itself, like I, I, I didn't hear the initial story. I, I skipped over the initial story when it first happened. I was like, okay, somebody else lost their life and some other white person took it, right? Um, and then it wasn't until I saw, or it was the it was the like two year sentence plus she already has a credit of like 57 days served um, plus yeah, like just... immediate probation and like a thousand dollar fine. Uh, and so it was like a side-by-side of like, you know, her taking another person's life and having nothing. And then, you know, another person who like whatever tiny little misdemeanor and was sentenced to like some large scale thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So like everyone was going up about that. And then even about like the judge, like literally crying about the woman. Um, Like, why are you emotional about, I don't know. It was just a lot. So like, again, I didn't even see the initial story because it was another one of those moments where it's like, I, I can't, learn or I don't want to take in information about another life being um recklessly and and recklessly taken you know Mm -hmm. uh and um anyways then that reminds me too like um um 
Amber, uh, Amber Starks, Melanie Muskogee. Uh, and one of the uh, quotes that she shared this week uh, from uh, Toni Morrison, um, where it says, uh, like, the function, the very serious function of racism is distraction. It keeps you from doing your work. It keeps you explaining over and over again your reason for being. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's very much that where, yeah, it's just like, fuck, dude, like, uh, again and again and again, you know, like having to confront the conversation uh, and, you know, just like the quote says, you know, like re-explain and just like always having to have it in question um, rather than, you know, having a function, a well-functioning society uh, where, you know, this isn't the thing that's taking up the time. No, it's, it's actually the system that's like churning it in a cycle in order to maintain its itself. Yeah. So, yeah. Woo. Yep. <laughs> I'm just going to oh, leave that God. one there. Hey. But I wanted to leave it kind of on a good, I mean, it's not the best note, but it's a, it's a decent note that, you know, yeah. being I mean, accountable. People alive. Yeah. There. Accountable. Yeah girl but as I dust off my hands that's exactly (laughs) let's go ahead and just leave it there (laughs) we're ending the show with dusting off of the hands (laughs) although I don't know if that's a good way to put it (laughs) (laughs) we didn't do no work (laughs) (laughs) we talked about that that's work that's emotional work yeah work Uh, as you would call it ew everybody for tuning in today as always it's a pleasure to be here with my crew simply talking our black native talk like we do there's a whole lot more for us to discuss though so stay locked in you can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics questions or small business shout outs to our socials and you might just hear us discuss it on air our ig handle is at quantumtheorypod and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory so be kind to yourself out there. Know that you're a boss and drink plenty of water. Kotski yipi See you next time. <laughs>